You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Country Music Critic. This week, you know, we were trying to discuss what we could do as a special Halloween episode. And I was thinking, you know, Halloween's supposed to be scary. Yeah. What's the scariest thing for an adult? For me, it's jail. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's getting arrested. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've not really had the pleasure, but uh, I did experience one night in jail. Yeah. Feel like it changed my life. How about yourself? I've never been. You've been threatened to go? Um, I got in a fight in college once and got... Is that when you run over the guy? I didn't get in trouble for that. Oh. <laughs> I almost did. I could have. Yeah, I, very I easily. I was thinking that may be the time. No, no, it was a different time. But uh, it was the same city. <laughs> same city, but I just got put in the back of a cop car and drove to my dorm room. Um, but so it wouldn't... It could have been a lot worse, but yeah. Anyway, so... We thought, well, we'll go through all of country music and we'll see what we can find as far as a, a criminal you know, history, if you will, a record. And it wasn't very hard. No. You know <laughs> what I mean? No, when you have money and uh, usually drugs or alcohol, uh, something involved, it's easy to come up with some arrests. Yeah, no problem at all. No. So, speaking of Halloween, though, real quick. Mm-hmm. What are you going to, what's your kids going to be? Uh, my oldest is going to be Spider-Man. Okay. There was never a doubt in his mind. He yeah. was going to be Spider-Man. We were going to make the youngest one, you know, be Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. And so they could kind of you know, be in there. Cool. But we couldn't find a Green Goblin costume. So I offered to you know, make one, but my wife's like, no, no, I just want to buy it. It's a lot easier. A lot yeah. easier to spend money than to invest money in a, you know, making a costume. Okay, yeah. whatever. So he is now the Hulk. Okay. And there's a lot I, of truth I can to that. See that? Yeah. I can see that a little bit. Yeah. So Jace, my little boy, he's going to be Stitch. Emberlyn, the oldest one, she's 16, and she loves this time of year. Mm-hmm. I really feel like if she sets her mind to it and moves to Hollywood, she could straight up be like a character actor or like a makeup artist. Because she loves this type of year. Then Presley, the one in the middle, she'll probably just be, you know, a casual princess. Mm -hmm. As she (laughs) appears to be five days a week, you know. But anyways, what's the coolest? Like, I remember, I think I was 14. I was in the bathroom, splashing blood on my shirt, putting on a Jason's mask. Mm -hmm. And I remember my mom saying, you're taking this way too serious. (laughs) And I'm like. Am I going to be one of those kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the coolest thing you ever wore? Uh, you know, growing up, honestly, I don't remember what I dressed up as. I know I went as a hobo a couple of times. You can't do that anymore because it's insensitive. Yeah. Um, I went I, as an Indian 
a couple times, maybe a cowboy once. The best costume I ever dressed up as, I dressed up as one of my buddy's uh, girlfriends (laughs) (laughs) at a party that they were at. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I knew they were going to do something to make fun of me. So I was like, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to go straight to the source. Dress and all, huh? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, no, nah, I didn't wear a dress. I oh. wore yeah, Daisy Dukes though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I've been over too much, you, you know. I see. A little, you know, bag may slip out, but. Well, before we get too deep into that, <laughs> we're gonna start with the first artist, Billy Joe Schaefer. Uh, this legendary country outlaw figure is best known as a singer-songwriter who penned almost every single song on Waylon Jennings. 1973 album, Honky Tonk Heroes. Billy Joe Schaefer is now 76 and still performing. His criminal record happened when him and a friend were leaving a bar room. A fight broke out in the parking lot. Witnesses claim to have heard Shaver ask, where do you want it? And then a gun went off. Luckily for Schaefer, he got off on self-defense and was acquitted of all charges in 2007. You can catch Schaefer's account on the incident in his song, Wacko from Waco. But the best rendition is in the fellow country singer Dale Watson's hit, Where Do You Want It? (laughs) So, I don't... Did he kill somebody then? Um, Like, because I didn't read that full description until uh, right now. I don't know. When we did this. Yeah. It sounds like he may have killed somebody. He could have. Or maybe he you know, hurt somebody in <laughs> self-defense. Yeah. Or maybe he did it on purpose and it wasn't self-defense and he just had enough money to get off of it. It took a long time for them to acquit him of those charges. Yeah. Because in 2007, if that's when he's acquitted, Dale Watson wasn't releasing songs at that time. Right. So, anyways. Go on to our second one. All right. So the next one on the list is Mr. Willie Nelson. Now, obviously, you know, it's not this one's really not, hard. Yeah, it's not surprising. So, yeah, you know, Willie Nelson is extremely open about his marijuana use. And in 2006, he got caught red-handed for it. Nelson received six months of uh, probation under charges of possession in Louisiana after police found one and a half pounds of marijuana and three ounces of Hallucinogenic mushrooms. That's my that's my man there. A little bit of that's something I've never tried. It's fantastic. I, I suggest it to almost anybody. Really? Yeah. I mean, I like do. you can't try it and go to work. It's like a sociable mm-hmm. drug. I mean, you can microdose it and go to work, and you'd be fine. Yeah. And actually, it would probably increase your performance, but um, you're not going to feel the effects of it. Now, it's isn't just, that made through cow crap? Yeah, basically, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, you got AOC. She's wanting to get rid of, yeah, cow farts. We need those farts because they help the, you know, the crap that okay. produces psilocybin mushrooms. <laughs> but, all right, so this wasn't his first time getting uh, busted for drugs. In the 90s, he got caught after an officer found a marijuana cigarette in the ashtray of his car. His most recent run-in with the law was in 2010 a few days after thanksgiving nelson got caught with six ounces of marijuana after an officer smelled pot in his tour bus when he pulled into sierra blanca checkpoint 
Two people were arrested, but Willie claimed the drugs were his. He was released on a $2,500 bond and instead of going to jail was uh, forced to pay a small fine. It's funny what money will do. This next artist, Rodney Adkins, I had a chance to meet him once. I, I wasn't impressed with his attitude and... I don't know. I'm not going to say anything bad because I guess he could have just had a bad moment. But in 2011, it got really bad. Uh, Mr. Atkins was arrested under a domestic abuse charges filed by his wife, Tammy. His wife claimed that he tried to smother her with a pillow, grab her by the face, and threw her down the hallway. She called 911 at 747 in the morning on November the 21st. Um, she is not only accused him of being violent, but stated take a back road singer was out drinking all night and assaulted her in front of their 10 year old news of this incident became very public until after their divorce was filed. Then that's when, uh, I guess all of this was released. But anyways, it was, a uh, it was a bad ordeal. He went to jail for it. Hmm. Speaking of jail, uh, Mr. Randy Travis is next. Uh, Randy's crimes seem to always involve two things, you know, drinking in his car. In 2012, uh, Travis was caught sipping wine behind the wheel in a church parking lot in Denton County, Texas. Travis got away with a Class C misdemeanor and only spent a few hours in jail. Six months later, he was back at it again. Randy Travis got a little too randy the, you know, one night after he drunkenly crashed his car into a construction zone. Oddly enough, after crashing his car, he abandoned it and took off all his clothes. So he's naked, and he proceeded in his drunken stupor to con- yeah to go to a convenience store and attempted to buy cigarettes in the nude. The police uh, found him after he after a caller reported a naked man lying in the middle of the road. He received probation, a suspended sentence, and permanent stamp of embarrassment. Have you seen the dash cam footage of this, I have, I have. where he threatens to kill the cop? You know, I mean, he didn't really get charged with everything that he done. Right? I, no, I didn't. I didn't hear that. I, I just seen the. Oh, the it's picture. bad. No, gonna, like in the car when they're going to the jail. Oh, uh, it's awful. Did you see the picture of him? You know, in the road. Yeah. I mean, what's he working with? <laughs> what do you mean? I, I don't know. I don't Just ask him what, he, what I mean. What he's got? What's he working with? I don't know. You don't know? Is it blurred know. out or something? Oh, like well, I don't remember <laughs> that. I'm just, I'm just curious. Like I would, yeah. you know. Yeah. But anyways, like the cop is a fan, so yeah. he lets him ride up front. But the whole way, he's mm. like, "I'm gonna kill you for this. I will kill you for wow. this." I mean, yeah. So I don't know how he wasn't charged with terroristic threatening. Because if it had been anybody else, they yeah. would have been, you oh, know? Yeah, for sure. Um, the next one that we have is Uncle Cracker, whose real name is Matthew Schaefer. He was arrested for a second-degree sex offense charge, which he denied, but eventually pled guilty to a lesser charge. He was arrested in 2007 in North Carolina after being accused of putting his hand up a woman's skirt in a bar. The incident happened in a bar where he had just performed. 
In an interview with People Magazine, he uh, he said it is regrettable that someone would make this kind of allegation. Not only because it's not the kind of thing that I would do, but I'm a father of two girls. It's the kind of thing that I would not stand for. He received one year of probation after later pleaded guilty. Mm. Next on my list is uh, Billy Carrington. He lived out on the lake, out on the waterfront, and he was extremely fed up with these guided you know, tour boats circling too close to his waterfront home. So he got on his boat and he chased down the 70 year old captain. <laughs> of the tour boat. Oh my gosh! And uh, this is not long after he had released his hit single. Yeah, people are crazy. Oh wow! You know, so it's fitting. Uh, so he drove it. He drove up to his boat and was yelling profanities at him and threatening his life. Uh, Currington was sentenced to five years probation and forbidden to ever be in contact with the boat captain again. Wow! I'm the captain now. See, I heard he's a little rough around the edges. Well, he's yeah. always been a great singer, in my opinion. Yeah. I always liked his music. That one, uh, People Is Crazy, they wore that out on the radio. Mm. That in good direction. Oh, my goodness. Mm. It was almost like Wagon Wheel. Yeah. Played it way <laughs> too much. Brings us to one of the greatest outlaws of all time, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash had two run-ins with the law. First, he caught heat when his truck Let's see here. He caught heat when his truck caused hundreds of acres. This is completely misworded. His truck caught on fire, and it started a forest fire. The truck apparently overheated, and when law enforcement approached Cash about this incident, he blamed it on the dead truck. He never ended up serving any time for it, not even a fine. The crime Cash did have to pay for was when he was caught smuggling prescription pills in his guitar case across the U.S. border after a little brief trip to Mexico in 1965. Mm -hmm. Cash was caught with hundreds of tablets. Soon after the incident, he was arrested again for trespassing in Starksville, Mississippi, which led him to write the song Starksville City Jail. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of pills in that guitar case. I think I remember seeing the photo on the internet. Well, when you're in a desperate place, you'll do desperate things. Well, when you got enough money, just go down to Mexico yeah. and get it. Yeah, it's especially know? considering it was probably made there and they were just a couple cents a piece. Well, I'm going to tell you this, folks. If there's any kids listening, this is something that I really want to stress. We're not living in the world now to where you can go to a house party on Halloween and try marijuana for the first time, try crushing a pill, taking half of a pill, because, kids, you do not know what's in that drug. Mm -mm. The only thing that I would suggest, and I do not support, but if it comes down to it, drink a beer. If you want to try something, drink a beer. You know, yeah. but this this other stuff... You don't know if there's fentanyl in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about, folks, there is no turning around. One little thimble of it, and your heart stops. Your yeah. mom cries. It's too much. Your whole life's over. Yep. So don't fuck around with no drugs. No. Now, like when we were growing up, it was one thing, you know. 
And I don't understand why. I don't know why the you know, drug dealers are doing it now. They're only hurting their sales. Yeah, I mean, that why can't? No I mean, it, it doesn't at all. And it's got to be more mm. expensive to buy fentanyl. No, fentanyl's cheap. Really? Cheap, cheap. Well, folks, don't do it. If, no. if you want to try to be an outlaw, be cool with your buddies, drink one beer, don't drive. But don't I, fuck with anything. I mean, anything. you've seen you've seen how you know famous people who have you know thought they were buying cocaine and they actually bought you know cocaine that was laced with yeah. fentanyl. There have been yeah. comedians, there have been actors. Yeah, and there's no going back, folks. No, once you I mean once you do it, if you're by yourself, you're done. If you're with somebody, you might still be done because they can't get. Right. Yeah, you know, that's a, yeah. What's it called? Narcan. Too? Narcan doesn't but really work. It doesn't on always fentanyl. work. It doesn't yeah. always work. So, it is a risk that is not worth uh, taking. And I, more than anybody else in this world, you know, you know, growing up, I was always curious. I was always extremely, you know, curious of how everything was, and I experimented a lot. But you can't do that now. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do it now. You can't do it now, and it's it's just it's way too dangerous. And uh, it's unfortunate, really, because... Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, because I believe that if you can smoke a joint at home and be, you know, cool yeah. and, and not act a fool, I, I believe it's perfectly fine. But, I you think know, all nowadays, the stuff that, you know, you can't. Know, grows in the wild yeah. is here for a reason. Yeah. There's a reason it's on this earth. Yeah, yeah. God wouldn't have put it here if it was just bad. Well, there's a lot of medical evidence yeah. that says that it helps people. Yeah. You know, a lot. with anxiety, cancer, back problems. The only reason marijuana is not legal is because it affected the tobacco industry back in the day. But that's neither here nor there. We're not talking about that. We're talking about now Mr. Glenn Campbell. This uh, country crooner pleaded guilty to drunk driving and fleeing the scene of an accident in 2003. Campbell was arrested at his home near Phoenix, Arizona, when he slammed his BMW into another vehicle and then took off. It was bad enough that he was driving drunk, but he made it worse when he he kneed a police officer in the thigh and resisted his arrest. Police officer said he smelled uh, booze on his breath, and when he knocked on his door to arrest him, the singer kneed him in the leg, which landed him an aggravated assault on a police officer charge. He was sentenced to 10 days in prison after pleading guilty to a DUI, and when he was questioned about it later, he said, I wasn't really that drunk. I was just overserved." Okay, <laughs> Mr. Rhinestone Cowboy. <laughs> so let's blame it on somebody else. Yep. You know, the next one is Johnny Paycheck. This isn't actually his real name. Paycheck was born Donald Little. Is that did I pronounce that right? Yeah, I'll say it's Little. Yeah, he uh, decided to adapt ad- adopt the name Johnny Paycheck, the name of the boxer, when he was trying to build up his music career in the late '60s. He began singing for a while, but then he changed his name. Da da da. He had a hit. She's all I got. And he also had take this job and shove it. Uh, Paycheck, he was pretty wild. Okay? Mm -hmm. He got in a bar fight in 1985 in Ohio. He ended up shooting a man with his twenty-two pistol. Luckily, the bullet just skimmed the scalp of the victim's head. 
He was convicted and sentenced to seven years in jail. But when he finally started doing his time in 1989, he was paroled by the Ohio governor and only ended up serving 22 months. <laughs> he was wild. You talking mm. about wild and mean? He was really wild and mean. He was a half inch away after being a murderer. Yeah, I mean, he had that whole Jeffrey Dahmer uh, uh, feel. No. I, don't I mean, from the outside. Like, I like him, but, like, he seemed like the type that he, he wouldn't care to just shoot you. Jeffrey Dahmer would. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying the look. He was like seducing the, these men into his yeah. house, and then he was killing them after he had relations with them, and then he was eating them. Well, that's a big. Maybe difference. I need to get a different name, but he just—he <laughs> yeah. seemed like the type that he—he he didn't give a shit right. about the law, about nothing. Yeah. And speaking of that, Jeffrey Dahmer, have you watched that? I haven't. Okay, I, I heard it's I, really I must good. say, the two police officers—did you know that this happened? So, mm-hmm. he brought a guy back to his apartment. He got him drunk, drilled a little small hole in his head, put acid in it. He's not dead yet. The guy wakes up, freaks out. He's like a zombie. Gets out of the house, but he can't talk. He makes it out to the stairs in front of the building. The police roll up. He won't speak to him. He won't tell him what's going on because he can't talk. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer walks up, says, "Oh, my boyfriend. He's had too much to drink. I'll get him back in. I'm so sorry." The neighbor said, "No, no, no. There's something wrong with that kid." The cops say, Jeff says that's his boyfriend. They help the kid up. They help him back into Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. To be murdered. And leave. Yeah. I didn't know it that is, part. Then they, get, then they get awarded with officers of the year <laughs> later after the fact. Yeah. It's pathetic. <laughs> Anyways, back to our, it's your turn now. All right. Chris Cagle. Yeah, now, I remember him. Do you? No. I, don't, I met I him. Don't. Miss me, baby. That song. Oh, oh, Laredo, don't let her go. I don't remember that one. You don't remember Mm-mm. those two songs? Nashville authorities say that 2008, Chris and his wife were drinking at a bar shortly after an argument broke out. When the couple arrived at home, they reportedly got into a physical fight. Both, uh, you know, landing, yeah, both Chris and his wife in jail. No other way than to go out. Yeah. In you a blaze know, of glory. Let's just go together, honey. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it. Do it together. Mr. Merle Haggard is known for his rebellious phrase, which stated back to when he was only a teen, in and out of jail. He got caught shoplifting and committing larceny. It wasn't until later in his life that the big crimes came along. Um, Haggard spent some time behind bars. Haggard cleaned up his act after a little while. When he uh, launched his musical career with the help of a friend, Lefty Frizzell. However, once again, uh, faced the threat of being broke and fell back into his own ways. Haggard was sentenced to three years in San Quentin after he broke into an open restaurant. Uh, This experience changed his life for good. In 1958, while he was in prison, he saw Johnny Cash performing. Hagger was inspired to get his life together. He earned his GED while serving time, uh, starting recording as soon as he got out, and began dominating the country music scene. The rest is history. Yeah, sometimes 
in life we make mistakes and we go down certain you know certain you know, roads that aren't the best but you know something happens and we think it's awful and it's the end of our life but then at that point is where we turn it around so not all arrests are bad no no i mean mine i i hate that it happened right but it really opened my eyes to do what's right by the law yeah you know yeah so next on my list is uh my fellow kentuckian miss winona judd in november 2003 winona judd was arrested for driving under the influence of alcohol if you notice the majority of these are all alcohol induced oh yeah um she was caught speeding and when she was pulled over the police officer noted she smelled a booze the taste of country reported that her breathalyzer test uh, registered nearly a 0.16 the legal limit was only uh, 0.08 at the time she was booked and released after smiling for her mug shot and posting a 500 dollars bond i see mm-hmm. all right now you want to do one more yeah i can do okay. one more Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw. Do you remember the famous horse incident? I do. Back in 2000 in Buffalo, New York, uh, Kenny Chesney asked the policeman's daughter if he could ride his horse. He jumped on and rode away. When the police discovered this, they tried to get Kenny off the equine. When Tim McGraw saw this, he intervened, and he got arrested as well. Yeah, they got in a little scuffle, Hmm. and they both got out of it. I'm sure. You know, that's yeah. what money does. They were on tour with George Strait on the big country music festival oh, yeah. that George did. Yeah. Hank Williams Jr. In 2006, Hank Williams Jr. was arrested in Memphis, Tennessee after a 19-year-old waitress accused him of putting her in a chokehold after she refused to kiss him. When the woman filed the charges, Williams was out on a fishing trip. He was forced to come home and turn himself in to the police. Hank Williams Jr. denied all allegations and released a statement that said that the woman was seeking an outlandish amount of money and only went to the police after the country singer refused to pay her. The case was eventually dismissed due to a lack of evidence. Yeah. It's hard to you know keep evidence of a headlock. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Yeah. Do you have any more? I do not. All right. So these are the ones that we Googled. They were the top ones. I'm sure there's been a lot of stuff pushed I'm under sure. the rug. I'm you sure know? there's like some stuff that I've you know, never been talked about. I know Randy Travis got in a few situations, yeah. and we talked about right. one. Actually, we talked about a couple of them. Here's my thing, though, folks. I know we need the law. I know we need jails. But it's pretty shitty. That we're the biggest country in the world with the most locked up people. Yeah. That's well, one thing that I just, I, I don't understand. I mean, you know, uh, here's the way I see it. I would rather be executed as to serve life in prison. I don't know about you, but like, what life do you really have? Yeah, we're going to keep you alive. We're going to feed you. Mm-hmm. You can see your family once a blue moon. Until they decide to go on with their lives and, you know. But I tell you what, the only reason that I would ever not fear going to prison is if somebody hurt my children, I would happily go. Right. Yeah. But that's it. I wouldn't go over a woman. No. A lot of times, you know, these people, 
I mean, sometimes they don't learn because you know sometimes they're just a product of their environment and then they grow up around right. selling drugs or being in a gang and all that. And it's you know it, it's essentially all they know. So that's all they know to mold their life around, and that's unfortunate. But a lot of times when they go to jail, no, I'm not gonna say a lot of times. Sometimes when you know people go to jail, it hits them. I got to change. I got to change the way I'm living. I got to change the way I'm acting. And it works. It works up. But, you know, I mean, in a lot of situations, you know, they're only there for a little while and they'll be back as soon as life takes them to a point where they have to make another mistake. Right. Um, It's a, I mean, it's not a perfect system for sure, especially, you know, private uh yeah prisons because i mean <clears throat> those people are making absolute jack off these prisoners oh yeah yeah it's it's straight up it, a it's a business. business it's a business and it so is the courthouses well a lot of times yeah it is majority of the time yeah you know and and i feel like uh paying tags and taxes and all this on a car mm-hmm. Like, when you reach a certain age, mm-hmm. as long as you've paid it, like, I feel like people should only have to pay it for 25 years. After that, you should be good. Yeah. You should not be 75, uh, 65 years old having to go up here and pay for tags. Everybody keeps raising the price on roads and oh, you know, yeah. street signs and all that, and they have to replace all that. Makes me want to be Amish. Yeah, well. But see, I like taking baths. So, well, they take baths. They do once they just a month. Don't wear deodorant once a week. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. I think well, they bathe. Anyways, <laughs> this has been our episode of Halloween. Huh? We just figured that we would do something a little crazy. Yeah, a little different. It's scary to us is yeah, being arrested because yes. everybody knows monsters. It's the ones we. You know, fear when we're growing up aren't real. My you know, son is scared to go out in the dark outside because he thinks there's monsters out there. Oh. And uh, unless he's with me, because he knows I'll take care of him against the monsters. But I try to tell him, you know, there's no such thing as monsters. But that's not necessarily true. Because you have people yeah, like Jeffrey monsters. Dahmer out there. Yeah. You have a lot of monsters out there. But... I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You know why there are monsters out there? Because it, I couldn't live with myself to to you know hurt somebody else. Are you gonna like take your kids to just family, or y'all gonna find a street and actually go do the trick or treat? No, they're gonna do trunk or treat at church. Okay, good. Um, so we're doing that uh, trick or treat at you know daycare, and then yeah, family members. I tell you this, man, enjoy it because it goes by so quick. I mean. Mine's ten, and they're not gonna want to do it much longer. And I just, you know, you get tired of walking, and it's cold, and you're just like got off work. But folks, that time goes by so quick. Yeah. What are you gonna dress up as for Halloween? I don't know. You know, I got an idea for you. No, that's okay. I don't mm. need any ideas. No, it's it's you. it's what you strive to be. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna be something corny. No. It's what you want to be. Okay, let's hear it. You want to be Bobby Bones. Oh, so my God. Dress up for Bobby as Bobby oh Bones for Halloween. This is crazy. 
<laughs> okay, Cole Swindell. You just sat in the mirror and just stare at yourself. And Lord have mercy. I was all by myself. No one was looking. You know, I, I will, I will say you. this, okay? His Bobby Cast podcast is pretty good because I feel like he pays country music a little bit more attention when he does those episodes. But that yeah. damn show just gets on my nerves. But anyways, folks, I hope you have a very happy Halloween, yeah. and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want us to talk about somebody, you know what to do. Yeah. We have a Facebook page. Remember to like, share, follow, rate, review. Until next time. Thank you. God bless. And hasta mañana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and catch y'all next time. Sleeping in